Hello, it is your favorite nurse, Lakaila Tellis RN. For those of you who do not already know me, I am the owner of Iconic Voice LLC, where I educate and train in CPR, and I'm also a certified CNA instructor. I am also the founder of Iconic Nurse Network Outreach. Hold up, this is just not feeling right. So let me loosen up, okay? Let me be myself. So welcome back um, to another episode. Today I'm sharing some more tips and actually I will be sharing a little bit about my personal history as a nurse. So I'm gonna be sharing different um, nursing career options. And like I said, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about some of the things that I have done. Now in order for me to do this, I had to go and pull up my resume which I have a resume that I don't distribute to um, jobs or whatever right now or employers only because it has such a long history because I've been a nurse for what 21 years so I choose not to use that but I like knowing where I've been so it's kind of like a time capsule of my nursing career <laughs> so anywho okay so one of my first nursing jobs um, I started out in long-term care, which I still work in long-term care, and I absolutely love it. I love geriatrics, or um, I just love taking care of the elderly, although over the years, but even, okay, over the years, a lot has changed with the type of patients you'll see in like a skilled nursing facility, aka a nursing home. So... Now you get more rehab patients. So you're going to get a lot of acute care patients who were acutely ill and only need temporary stays because they either just had an exacerbation of one of their diseases such as CHF, diabetes, hypertension, or now because of COVID, um, they're coming to the facilities for rehabilitation. Um, and the all-time um, favorite surgery always usually gets people in a nursing home or a skilled nursing facility sorry a rehab facility for a temporary stay to help them get back on their feet and get back healthy okay so i'm only going to share with you things that i have done um, there are a lot of different options out there for nurses and a lot of people don't even realize it so um when I worked in long-term care initially, I didn't just work the floor. I wasn't just a staff nurse. I was also a supervisor. I did MDS assessments. So I was like, um, I was an MDS coordinator. So I didn't do everything, but I assisted someone else who was taking lead role, which was fine with me because it was new to me. But it was quite interesting. I liked it because... Uh, with MDS assessments, you had to know the patients. You um, were basically telling their story of like their physical capabilities, how they're coping with um, their situation. So you're monitoring like the medications they take. Uh, they take. You're looking at um, their mobility. You're looking at their cognition, their cognitive abilities, and you're also looking at if they have any um, mental impairments, such as like being on psych meds and or having issues with de depression. 
the other fun part, which I know most people hate, especially in nursing school, they hated it, doing care plans. I actually like doing care plans. I like having a problem, coming up with a goal, creating interventions to reach that goal, and then you reevaluate it in 90 days, which was pretty cool to me because you're actually looking to see what's going on. You're getting a snapshot of what's going on with this person and what can you do to make their life better. You're improving their quality of life. So I, I feel that that's pretty cool. Um, what else did I do? I was a, a shift supervisor. So I worked night shifts. Excuse me, my hair is in my face and it's just driving me nuts. Uh, <laughs> so I was a night shift supervisor and I enjoyed that. I had really great staff that I worked with and built a bond with. Um, not everybody was, you know, excited about me being their supervisor because I was so young um, as a nurse. Um, another thing I did, I worked at a hospital. So when I first got out of um, nursing school, I was already working as an LPN at another nursing home or at a nursing home. So then um, once I got my RN, I'm like, well, hey, I want to work at this hospital. And it was a hospital where I did my clinicals and precepted. And I really enjoyed the environment and camaraderie of the people that were there. So that's why I wanted to work there. And I didn't know what department I wanted to work. So I chose to do the float pool. So with the float pool, I was able to get oriented to each unit. Well, I didn't get to do like the ICU. Well, there it's called CCU, the critical care unit, but it's the same as the ICU. But I did get to work like the oncology unit. Um, I worked uh, med surge, obviously. The intermediate care unit, which was actually a step down from the ICU or CCU unit. And I actually love that unit. It was so um, intriguing and I was learning so much. See, I had already been a nurse um, for about seven years, but I was an LPN for seven, seven or seven and a half years. So I didn't get to see this side of nursing. So that experience was pretty awesome. I also got to work the ambulatory uh, unit or ambulatory care center unit so that was more so a day job which was pretty cool and it was for people who were coming in and out for surgeries and it was typically the outpatient surgeries so um, well actually it was also in-house so the cool part about it um, uh, what do you call it um, surgeries right so if it's an elective surgery or a planned surgery then those were scheduled so that's why it was cool to have them you know be available to see those during the day so you knew what was going to happen um you knew what types of surgeries there were but there are um times where there are unplanned surgeries or emergency surgeries. so i didn't get to be a part of that or see those happening but again i did get the experience of um, being available and seeing what an ambulatory nurse does. Uh, let's see. So after all of that, I, well, in between that, I forgot about this. I did do agency nursing, and that was basically temporary staffing for different facilities um, around my area. 
some were local, some I had to travel maybe about an hour or so to get to some of their facilities. So I really got to learn, you know, around the area where I lived and get to, you know, go hang out. Or not hang out, but visit other places or whatever and just see what their facilities were like and how they were ran. Um, another job that I did was home health. Now, how many years was I a nurse by the time I did this? 13 years in, and I never had the interest or desire to do home health. Um, a nurse I was working with at another nursing home, or sorry, skilled nursing facility, had talked me into it. She said, oh, you will love it. And I'm like, I don't know. But what intrigued me was the pay. So, um, needless to say, since it's on my resume, I did it. I did home health, and I absolutely loved it. It was something totally different from what I was used to. I love the fact that I could work one-on-one -on -one with the patient. I love that I got, got the opportunity to educate the patient. It was cool, you know? Um, it was scary, though, as well. I did this in Chicago. Now, I love my city. I'm from Chicago. Shy till I die, you know? But, honestly, I was, like, really, like, nervous. But I did it for about two and a half years, and it was my favorite job. The people that I worked with were awesome. Um, I would definitely say, you know, you will learn a lot. I started out at the bottom, basically just taking patients, going to do visits, go see how they're doing, do their vitals, write my nurse's note, and that's it. By the time I was done with that job, I had moved on up to the point where I was working within the office. I was the supervising nurse over the HHAs, which are home health aides. So they're CNAs, but they're just, um, their title's a little different. But they do the same exact thing. They still have the CNA certification to do their job. But I was their supervisor. Um, I was also working in education uh, with um, educating our staff. I had started doing in-services for um, the home health aides. So it gave me such um, motivation and um, I want to say liberty as a nurse. Like I, I just loved it. It just made me feel great and our team was phenomenal. Uh, so let's see, what else did I do? Um, I just loved it. So like my proud moments with home health that I didn't get to see in the hospital or in, uh, I know you guys, I'm so sorry, but I, I had these proud moments, right? So I didn't get to see this so much in a nursing home or in the hospital. With home health, I really got to be one-on-one, -on -one, like I said. I had the opportunity to work on a real care plan and actually be able to legit focus on it. And I was able to help one lady who was um, dealing with her diabetes. And I helped her get off one of her diabetic medications so she didn't have to take one of her pills. She was on a couple different pills. Um, but I helped her by coming to see her, educating her, teaching her on her diet. And that was like, I felt like a real nurse. I felt like a nurse. I felt like more than just a pill pusher. <laughs> um, 
there was another guy. He didn't do his best. He was so non-compliant with his diabetes. He didn't give a care what you said, what you saw him. But me working with him after a while, his blood sugars got a little bit better under control. They were still way out of control, but they weren't as bad as they used to be. Seriously, the way his blood sugars were, I'm talking like he should have been in DKA, um, diabetic ketoacidosis. But he wasn't. He was still functional. I guess his body was so used to it. But again, it was no longer over 500 where I couldn't read it or at five, 600 for his blood sugar. So I, I was very proud that his blood sugars came down to under 300 um, when he was doing his blood sugars. Uh, let's see. What else was another proud moment? I had a guy, another guy, another gentleman, and I would go see him and his issue was his blood pressure. He couldn't get his blood pressure under control. It would be sky high. We worked together. He said he's been to, you know, he's had nurses before. He had nurses through another company. And he, he really didn't want to be bothered with me. He was friendly. He was nice. But that's part of home health. But he did agree for me to be his nurse. I went to see him faithfully every week like I was supposed to. And, um, again, looking at his living situation, looking at it what his normal habits were as far as eating, drinking, what meds he was taking, when he took his meds, how he took his medications. And guess what? We got his blood pressure down. His doctor took him off one of his antihypertensives. So congrats to him. So those few moments, and there were others, but those are like the three that were like mm, everything to me. So that's what being a nurse is about, you know, finding what makes you feel good as a nurse, what makes you feel like you're fulfilling and serving your purpose and living within your oath, um, respectfully, ethically. So what else did I do? Um, I've been a wound care nurse. I love wounds. Um, I love the, the, what's the word? Okay. It's hard to describe, but I love just seeing how our body is. I love just knowing. I think that's how I really got into nursing, just being so interested and so intrigued about the power of our body mentally and physically. But the physicality of how our body can break down and heal um, just really gets me going, I guess. So I do love doing wound care. So I've done that for a couple of facilities as a wound care nurse. I am not certified as a wound care nurse, but I do recommend it, especially if that's something that you're interested in. It is a great way to start your own business or to work with others so that you can also position yourself to get paid more because you have that certification. Another thing you can do is that whatever facility that you are working with, if they have you be their wound care nurse, negotiate with them, work with them to see if they will pay for you to become um, a certified wound care nurse. So that's a great idea too. I did never do it, but it's not a bad idea. Uh, let's see. So another job that I've had was working as an assistant director of nursing. I enjoyed it. I have a little bossy side to me, but I'm not really aggressive, I want to say. Um, I'm definitely not confrontational, um, but not saying that you would have to be to 
to be a, a leader, but um, in the environment that I was in, that was like kind of the attitude and aura that I received. But I was more of um, the one responsible for one, the CNAs. I did infection control and I was in charge of uh, like the immunization, things like that. So when I worked in management, I was a nurse and more of a secretarial type deal. So I did manage files. I did still um, deal deal with problem solving and still had the opportunity to work at the with patients, but I wasn't hands-on as much. I really enjoyed it. And I actually, I really do love management because it's an opportunity to educate. It's an opportunity to make a difference and um, just change the attitudes of uh, and the morale of the employees. But it just depends on the support that you have, who you work for, and just what you where your mindset is too. But being an ADON was fun. I never wanted to be a DON per se, only because of my life. I like to have a little bit more freedom because management positions can sometimes take up a lot of your time. If you're truly dedicated and um, have a hard time saying no, like I did initially, you will be consumed by your job. So you have to have boundaries um, and be aware that, yeah, there there are some sacrifices that you will have to make. Um, at the time, my children were still pretty young, so I couldn't leave them home alone or things like that. So I had to be available for them so that um, they were safe, obviously, so they were fed, so that they you know, had transportation to and from school. So it was manageable, but it was hard at that time because they were so much younger. Um, now that they are older, I have a better um, opportunity to be in management, but I'm not interested right now because I'm running my own business, so I don't want to be consumed. So, what else? I've worked um, for a, another temp agency, and they gave me my other coolest opportunity, which I was able to work for one of the local hospitals, work in one of their clinics. So I was a triage nurse. When I tell you that job was probably like the easiest nursing job, bar none. So all, I won't say all I did. I do recommend you being an experienced nurse to be able to answer some of these questions in triage. You have to know what's an emergency. Um, you have to feel comfortable as a nurse because sometimes people can sense when one, you don't know what you're talking about, two, that you're unsure of yourself, and three, that you have no clue um, what they mean or you don't know how to talk to them. Just people can pick up just like, you know, you or I could pick it up. So doing the triage, um, I was responsible for a few things. So we have what most people have lately telehealth which is pretty new to a lot of people but we had like telehealth we also had um, an online portal where the patients could chat with the doctors but obviously the nurses would be checking it first so it would be messages really for the nurses or if there's refill orders for medications so that was pretty cool to see the other another dimension of nursing so I was able to do that. Uh, what else? So 
Also, I got more experience with giving immunizations to children. I have not ever worked in peds um, as a nurse. Now, I did work on the labor and delivery unit when I was working at the hospital early in my nursing career, but that wasn't a unit that I was always able to get to uh, be on, but it was a good experience. Um, but um, I feel like I got more experience at the hospital dealing with babies because we, again, we have to give the immunizations and just learning about the timeline and the importance of staying on track with those immunizations um, for, for children and infants. Um, what else did I get to do? I did to get do a little wound care there, but it was more so a lot of teaching and it was also awesome to have um, consistent physicians to work with all the time and to learn from because it was a lot of things that I didn't realize um, that was, I guess, still a thing or happening at the time, but it was a cool experience. Um, I've worked all shifts. I've worked split shift, double shift, night shift, second shift, first shift, and I can't recommend what shift is better for anyone because it all depends on you and your life. If you are a morning, look, I think a lot of people are not a morning person, but they do morning because they have to. Um, second shift is more of a laid back shift. First shift is definitely on go. It's speed. Woo. Second shift is usually that chaotic. So first shift speeding people, they're trying to run out the door. So they're kind of rushing you because they are ready to go. Um, second shift, more laid back, real like, huh, I, I just probably just woke up an hour or two ago. Let's go. I got all night. And then you have that slow down period during second shift. Um, because now it's time for people to wind down and those who will go to bed are going to bed. And night shift, you never know what to expect. Most people think, oh, if you work night shift, everybody's sleeping. B.S. And I admit it. <laughs> people don't sleep all the time. You got to realize some people used to work night shift as well. So they're still stuck in that habit. I've had patients that worked night shift anywhere between 30 to 40 or 50 years of their life. And that's what they're accustomed to. So they are up all night and sleeping during the day and driving you nuts at night looking for food. Kitchen's closed. <laughs> but anywho. It just depends on your lifestyle and what you have going on. I actually love first and third shift. Um, so here's my take on it. If you work first shift, I liked it personally because you were in and out. You got a lot of stuff done. It could be busy. What I didn't like is that it can be busy. Second shift was when they would mostly get admissions. Um you have to realize that depending on your population that you're working with, that that's the time where patients with dementia or patients with Alzheimer's, that's when they sundown. So you really need to be aware of that and understand how to deal with those patients. Otherwise, you get irritated and aggravated because some people think that's intentional behaviors, but it's not. So that's something to pay attention to. There was also the fact of um, on second shift, 
I, I don't know if I said this already, but that was a time. You know, I did, but that was a time where we were more likely to get admissions. So you want to hurry up and get things done because you want to contact the physician in a timely manner and things like that, so that you know you can have everything taken care of smoothly. But it also interferes with doing your med pass in the evening or you know your normal routine. Um, and lastly, night shift. Night shift was cool, but it's that point of it seemed like you dealt with uh, the loss of a patient or death, which patients could die at any time of the day, but more than likely it was going to happen overnight. Um, secondly, what else did you deal with? You don't have much support on night shift. You don't have all the the staff or, you know, you don't have as many nurses or... Um, your regular physicians who know the patient that you can call or, you know, report on or to ask questions in the middle of the night about something. Your managers work during the day or, you know, your supervisors or whatever. So that's their normal time to be up. So they're sleeping at night and you may have questions. So even when you're getting off it on from your night shift, your manager or supervisor may still be asleep um, because they typically come in a little later. Um, but overall, I found it um, all convenient for me to work. I mean, it just depended on what was going on in my life and for me taking care of my kids. Um, so that's my story. And right now, I pretty much will do, um, like I, I think I said in previous in another video, I work doubles. I like first and second shift, even though that's kind of heavy on your body. If I could, I would prefer to do PM shift tonight. But because I work during the day, I love that I can stay on schedule so I can work my first and second shift. I'm actually accustomed to it now, so it doesn't really bother me. But it's, it's a busy time, but since I'm getting off in the evening where things are starting to calm down after I've dealt with all the chaos during the day and now it's settling down by the time it's time for me to go home, I'm good. The other thing is if a disaster happens at night, I don't have to stay another shift. I get to leave because I've already put in 16 hours. I can't stay. It's illegal. So <laughs> I hope that helped you. Uh, in some sort of way, I think. I don't know. But I just wanted to share with you the different nursing careers and um, different um, experiences I have. So um, there are so many more options. So many, 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 many more. And a lot of people don't realize it. Um, you can be a nurse educator. You can be like I'm a... Oh, I, Hello, I'm also a certified CNA instructor. That's something that you can do as an RN. In other states, you can be an LPN um, and be an educator, but I know for the state of Illinois, you have to be an RN. Um, you can own a business and have other people run it for you um, if you're not an RN. But what else if you are the RN or just a nurse, LPN, RN? Um, I became a CPR instructor, but you don't have to be a nurse to do that. There are a lot of different jobs that you can do. There's um, now we see a lot of the IV therapy, hydration clinics and things like that. You could be an IV nurse. Um, 
there's so many different things, so many creative things that you can do as well on your own. Um, aesthetics is a big thing right now. But like I said, I could only tell you about what I have done and what I have experience in. But I've also seen my friends that are nurses start their own staffing agencies um, for facilities and home health care um, agencies. There's so much you can do. I suggest you Google it, figure out what you like. Are you in it for the money? Are you in it to make a difference? All of it matters. There's no shame in making money as a nurse, um, but there should be some purpose to serve the community that you want money from. You got to have some type of compassion. So with that being said, I am checking out. It is your favorite nurse, Lakaila Tellis. Don't forget, follow me on Instagram at Iconic underscore voice. Follow my nonprofit at Iconic underscore nurse network. And also follow me on Facebook at Lakaila Speaks. And don't forget to tune in every Thursday on Instagram Live, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time for Nurse Report with me and my fellow nurses, uh, Lakonda, future nurse uh, Michelle, no, sorry, future nurse Lakonda, no. Tune in to Nurse Report on Instagram Live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time with my nurse friend Lakonda, sometimes Nurse Michelle, future nurse Monique, and we will be discussing trending topics and sharing tips as well. So don't forget to like and subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. Have a great one. Thank you for watching.